0: and we are back with another episode of the journey there with your host carla chua what's up besties it's been a minute um yes i know i know don't hate me it's been two weeks or three weeks i don't even know the last time i spoke to you guys i am so sorry that it's been such a long time obviously um i've spoken to you guys recently like i've been encountering a lot of you in person and you guys always just ask me about how law school is doing and stuff like that so i'm assuming that you guys understand Aman, that like my whole soul has been depleted and i've just been grinding non-stop in law school so it's really been hard for me to delegate any time or energy to the podcast which is I don't know, heartbreaking for me, and I'm I'm sure like wow, well, I'm sure heartbreaking for you, but like I really haven't had enough energy to speak to you guys for a while because um I don't really want to talk about law school, but if I have to talk about law school, um my daily routine is that I wake up at 7 a.m. I eat breakfast, finish at 7.30. I start studying already after maybe like two to three hours of studying. That's when I shower. Then I eat lunch and then like a really early lunch. And then um, a really early dinner because my classes start at 6 p.m. onwards. So I've been kind of out of it. Like my body clock is not fucked up because I'm still sleeping the way I used to sleep. But, like, my eating schedule is messed up already. Honestly, guys, I've gotten fat and I hate it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. it. And, okay, all for body positivity. No, all for body positivity. But, like, personally, I like exercising. I like feeling fit. And I just don't like the feeling of a jiggly tummy. And... I don't know. I I was blaming it on my period for like a hot minute. I really was like, no, this is just a bloat from the period. But my period's been two weeks like past and I still feel fat. So it's like, oh, I think it's just law school kicking in. Maybe it's the freshman 15 finally hitting me. Because in college, I didn't get the freshman 15. And I think I've said that to you guys a few times before. But um, I don't know. I just was so proud of myself that I was able to maintain it before, but now I really can't do it. Um, Aside from that, what else has been happening to me aside from law school? Oh, a lot. Honestly, guys, you would think that my whole life is over because of law school. And I thought that as well. But like I've been doing kind of okay. As in like, okay, I think that. It, to justify the two weeks or three weeks that I haven't been with you guys um i just want you guys to know that i have been putting a lot of energy into just adjusting to where i'm at now to finding the new groove of things because i also live in a condo now and yun parang i think that takes so much more of your time and energy as well like living alone and stuff because like you're cooking for yourself you're cleaning for yourself you have to do everything for yourself and it's a whole new chapter in my life where i really am adulting already um and it's not fun like oh my god I am a clean person. I genuinely like the clay go. Like, I believe in clay go. However, there are some things that I'm still learning. Like, I don't know if you guys also experienced this, especially for my listeners who are a little bit older than me, who started like living alone earlier than me. But like, I there were times when I forget that I have food in the ref and then it spoils or something. Like, it's happened to me. Two weeks in a row. And I don't know why I keep forgetting to do this. But basically, my parents like to uh, turn off the power in my condo every weekend. So, obviously, I don't have a ref in the weekend. So, like, food tends to spoil. Am I right? So, yeah. um There are some times when, for example, I have so many bags I'm carrying like to bring home. Like, laundry, trash, blah, 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 blah. And then I just off the power in the whole condo without remembering oh shit i have an eclair in my fucking ref guys that was the biggest heartbreak of my whole entire life that i forgot that i had an eclair in my ref because i saved it i saved it i really have these snacks for after class especially if it's a bad day i will treat myself to something sweet because it makes me feel good makes me gives me a reason to live you know what i'm saying but like shit bruh I forgot my eclair and I was so heartbroken about it man oh it's okay whatever but you know what the disgusting part of this all is and I'm telling you I'm a clean person I promise I'm not a pig but I was so in denial that this eclair was expired okay i was like no there's no way there's no way that it's expired it looks good from the outside oh bitch. so like in the weekend right i left it in the ref was not turned on and then on monday i was like Shit, i have an eclair so i still tried to eat the eclair i still tried and it tasted weird man it didn't taste off at first but then like when you're chewing it it's like ah oh, shit i'm gonna die from this fuck so i had to vomit it out i didn't vomit it out because i didn't swallow but like i had to like regurgitate it and it was so bad i'm so sorry if this is such like a um graphic image to put in your head right now i'm really about like it's been a long day i just had statcon which is statutory construction um and i spent mind you i spent the whole day studying for this class and like to know it it, it went in vain because like i didn't even get called and we only discussed okay if i studied like nine cases today we only discussed four like what what i could have spent that time resting i could have spent the time exercising and all that y'all I'm still in that adjustment phase where I don't know when it's right to go out. I don't know when it's right to do things for myself. Obviously, that's why I haven't been able to, like, you know, sit down to record and, like, even journal and stuff like that. I generally haven't even gotten to write on my journal in so long because I'm just like, go, 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 go. And, like, when I'm resting, it's like I have to sleep because my rest is my charging time for my brain or something like if i'm doing something else to use if i'm doing something else to use brain energy i won't do it and i just hate that i'm trying to get to that point in my life again where i have a personality because my sister when she went into med school she really lost all of her personality. And just became a med student. Um, and you know. I think rightfully so. At the first year talaga. You really do have to um, settle down. And like really focus on your studies. Because um, it's a steep learning curve. That's what my sister keeps telling me. That post-grad studies is the hardest thing. You'll probably ever have to do in your whole life. They make it gruesome. They make it painful, and like I've had this conversation also with my nino because he was in Ateneo Law School before. He told me that studying the law is easy, but law school in itself is hard. As in, like the way they teach is the Socratic method. If you don't know what that is, basically you're just reciting all the cases all the time. You're just memorizing cases, saying it back to your prof, and then salit salita, and you're just answering questions of the prof about materials that you've read before class, right? So um, they said that the hard part of law school is the mental torture of it all, the exhaustion, the pressure of it, the fear, the anxiety. It's really just all a mental struggle because the law itself is not that hard to understand. Or at least for me, personally, I've always kind of i was always kind of good at it like ever since um freshman year i've been getting a's in my law classes and i'm not saying them and i'll always do good in law but like the hardest part of it is the fear that you have and i've been struggling a lot with imposter syndrome because everyone else in my block is really really intelligent like i've I haven't witnessed a really bad recitation yet or anything like that. um, I don't know. It's just really hard for me right now to adjust mentally. But studying in itself, I've already found a groove to it. I've already been able to kind of find my own styles of studying and stuff like that. Granted, I don't have any, like, proofs yet. Like, I don't have any grades to show that I've been doing well in school. But, like, I've come up with a routine... I'm doing pretty okay. I'm not cramming anything. Like I've fixed my schedule in such a way that I'm able to live my life and make this time, like right now, for myself. So I guess if you're wondering how I am in law school, I'm doing okay-ish. I'm surviving as much as I can. However, I'm trying to find a personality again because I lost it. I genuinely lost it because i i can't i just don't have time for it so yeah that's the law school update i don't want to talk about law school very much guys like it's just really um whenever people ask me and i realized this also with my friend her name's isa she was she's an upper batch um law student um whenever we catch up i always ask her how's law school and i kind of noticed that she dodges the question maybe she just doesn't notice that she does that but like i notice that she doesn't want to talk about it and like rightfully so i don't want to talk about it like i don't want to like don't ask me how law school is doing because like literally anyone who asks me i just say i cry every day and it's not an exaggeration i've been crying every single day especially the last two weeks that i haven't been talking to you guys i've been crying every day I'm struggling with every new mental, you know, hurdle. And I think that only as of maybe like three days now, I haven't cried yet. Like, it's been three days consecutively that I haven't cried. And that's very rare for me now as a law student. So, Yeah. Anyway, whatever. That's not the only part of my life anyway. (laughs) So I'm really treating this episode as just like a catch-up of whatever's been happening in my life. Trust me, I have a lot of topics that I wanted to talk about like legit i just take it down on my notes i take it down my stickies app or whatever on my laptop and stuff and i really would love to talk about it but like yo my i just need some time just give me some time to think about those things because again i'm devoid of personality right now like this is all that you get so i think it's just easiest for me to tell you what's been going on because i've been really excited to tell you guys then like what's been happening in my life um it's not just law school like i i don't know if i told you guys this like how like how many months ago or weeks ago but like we struggled with this baracay trip for a while um you guys know that i was supposed to go on my birthday my sister caught covid couldn't go anymore my whole family caught covid we kept pushing it back and back and back until we were supposed to go to baracay last weekend so they all went without me as in everyone except the birthday celebrant went without went without the birthday celebrant um, because I had school and I just refused to leave the house because it makes, again, it makes me very, very guilty. And um, I struggle with that anxiety of being away from my books and my studying for so long. Like I hate, I don't know. I can study anywhere. That's a thing about me. Like I can study in whatever scene or context I'm in. Um, but I would not I personally would never forgive myself if there was a beach right in front of me and instead I was just staring at my laptop. Like that is the biggest mental torture for me. And I would not want to do that. Like it makes me sad to not be able to adventure like that. And so I'm not gonna do it. So, yeah, I didn't go to Baracay, and I've never been to Baracay. And I guess we're not planning anytime soon to go back to Baracay because it was a very expensive trip, and it's rainy season now. So, kind of heartbroken about it, but also I got to do a lot of other things with my life, like catch up on studies that really made me feel good about myself. Like, um, I guess the sacrifices that you make... Um, or at least for me, I try to make the most out of the sacrifices that I make. So even if I didn't get to go to Baraka, I got to see a lot of friends. Um, I got to see my boyfriend. Uh, what else did I do? I also went to Ateneo College, ADMU, um, after such a long time just to get my toga. And it was so nice because I got to see the campus in full force already. Like, people are back, guys. Like people are back and it's kind of crazy because there's so many people who are back and it's like i don't know who's a freshie anymore i don't know who's a senior anymore because everyone's dressing the fucking same and again i will say this till i die i hate the fact that everyone dresses exactly the same like there's no uh, when people uh, like ah it makes me cringe when people are just it's essentially a uniform of like five girls with a baguette bag and like some fucking crop top or something like i i i can't i can't i can't when you're so generic i can't i don't like it i like when people dress weirdly i like when people dress differently like if you dress like a white girl it's not that i disrespect you but i'm not impressed by you you know i'm sorry it just has to be that way as someone who really likes to dress up it's really just disappointing when y'all i, I pass 50 white girls on red brick road okay mm-mm, 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 um so yeah so a lot of white girls this weekend um not only in school, but also I went to UCC with my friends. UCC in 8 Rockwell. So, like, if you guys don't know what that is, um, especially for my younger listeners, um, it's basically... What is it? A bar? It's a restaurant? What is it? Like, a a place to drink that has really strong sangrias. I, I don't know. Maybe it's also with my batch in particular because I've never really seen lower batch there. Like, upper batch there. there maybe, like, Within the five-year five, ba- five year radius <laughs> of my batch, it's, like, y'all end up in UCC, you know? Basically, they're really, really strong sangrias, and they're only. So, like, you're just going and going because it's kind of expensive. So, you're trying to make sulit the drink, but, bruh, like, eventually you're just gonna end up, like, crawling on the floor. Like, that's happened to me and my friends so many times, and that happened to us again last week friday and last last friday why have i why 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 have i i can't speak why have i been drinking so often i don't know i don't know but like it helps (laughs) i've never been this person guys you know me i like to stay home i like to relax but the thing is when you're living in a condo that's devoid of all life like you're just all alone it's kind of sad. It's kind of gray. I hate Makati. I hate Rockwell area because people think like, oh my gosh, it's so bougie here. Oh my gosh, it's so nice. Like, you're living the life up here. Like, in Rockwell? Nah, uh dude. I genuinely think Rockwell is one of the bleakest places in the whole world. Um, it's so gray all the time. And it's hard being a law student because you go in when the sun is like, medio setting. And then you go out. And it's just dark. Like, you don't even see the fucking sunset. And I said this in a podcast episode before, that it's really good for your mental health if you go outside in the morning to soak up some sun. It's for your mental health, not only for a vitamin D, okay? you It sets your clock, your body clock, if you like soak in some sun. And then when like sunset comes, you go outside again to... Uh, inform your body that the sun is setting the day is over but it, it, it helps regulate your mind okay and it has not my mind has not been regulated because i come in when the sun is already gray i go out when it's already pitch black so like y'all cannot you know can't even imagine the depressing life i live now so when i drink I'm not saying that it cures depression, but I'm just saying it's kind of making it easier to have fun, you know? I'm not like that. I'm not like that. Who is she? I think we're gonna stop, though. It's only been the past three weeks naman that it's been this way. I partied twice last week. bro. I hated myself for that. Ew, ew, ew. Like, go to bed, Kyla. Well, Kyla was my name in the house. Go to bed, Carlisle. She's so tired. As in, like, can you hear it in my voice? Can you feel it in my eye bags? Bro, I've also gotten really ugly. (laughs) Kind of sad. I've gotten really ugly because of my eye bags, bro. And I can't help it. Like, I sleep early. But the fact that I'm staring at the screen all the fucking time now, just reading, 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 I think the knowledge just seeped into my eye bags and just just showing i'm making no sense when i'm speaking right now and i don't really care um speaking of the party that i went to last week i saw a lot of you guys as in y'all listening to this right now it's very sweet that you guys um approach me it really does make me feel so appreciated and so loved and like gives me more gana to continue to record these episodes because i don't know i think i'm just genuinely being myself like I'm, gen- I'm just genuinely speaking to you guys but you guys seem to really really like it and i guess it makes me feel like i'm lovable question mark mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever anyway um it's been a struggle for me kasi, uh dealing with who i am and if I'm if I'm good enough to share it to other people, especially in a new environment, I'm an introvert and I'm very very shy. So like, um, when I was in college before, the way that I coped with my shyness was to overcompensate and to be so out there and wild and like, be my friend. You know, I'm so friendly. Literally, I was called Miss Congeniality in my freshman year, like by my profs. Okay. But, like, now as a freshman in law school, I'm so jaded. I'm so tired. I'm so... I guess I'm I'm wounded by the world because when I was so outgoing in freshman year of college, it bit me in the ass because there were so many um, dramas that ensued from it. And you guys know that because I've literally said it so many times here. I literally cried about it so many times in these episodes. But, like... I just don't ever want to face that kind of drama anymore because I have new problems to deal with and I have new things to look forward to and stuff like that and it's not just like social acceptance anymore. I'm really not searching for social acceptance but like there's still a part of me that wishes that I could still make friends and a part of me that still wants to be outgoing like that but I I'm holding myself back a lot due to the fear of starting fights again. Where I, where all I wanted was to make friends. So I'm just pretty guarded right now. Um, nonetheless, I'm I have a good group of friends. They're my support system and i'm really really grateful for them As said they're really really freaking smart and i hope that they don't listen to this because that's really embarrassing that i'm talking about them right now but they're very very intelligent and a lot they're very very nice as well like there are some smart people that make you feel dumb but these these girls they're so nice and they're so willing to help each other. And they they it's like they view me as an equal. And I don't view myself as an equal to them because I think that, oh, shit, are, these girls are so intelligent. Like, how did I even get in this group? But, like, they treat me like I'm a good friend. They treat me like they want me around. They treat me like they care. And they treat me like they want to help me up. And helped me through law school, and I'm so grateful for that because I think that I've always struggled with groups of or big groups of friends because I don't. I've always been a small group person ever since I was in grade school. It's always been just my trio, and then in college we were six or seven, and then it kept whittling down because of drama surrounding me. So like. I don't know i'm just grateful that this group of friends they're really really nice and i guess i'm just afraid again to open up to them the way i did with my old groups in college because i just don't want to mess things up like that again and i am not willing to lose this support system now because voila you really need it you really need it in law school like I don't know one person who got through law school all alone. And that doesn't mean that it has to be a sorority or a fraternity. It's just you have to have friends. You have to have people around you who will make you feel supported and loved because your profs and the things you're studying, they will not make you feel like that sister. Like, mm mm-mm. So yeah, I've been really, really grateful for my support system, and I wanted to have a whole episode dedicated to the friends that I have now, um, and the friends that have been around me throughout the past three weeks that we haven't been talking, because they really have been what kept me together. Like I'm so grateful for them, because if it wasn't for if it wasn't for the groups that I have. And if it wasn't for the support system I have, I really don't think I would have gotten to continue with law school. Nah. Because there are a lot of people already who've been dropping out of um school, mind you. It's like, it's very fast, the, the dropout rate. And I would have easily been one of them, even if I had this whole dream lined up for me and everything and this is everything i ever wanted i would not have been able to make it through without my boyfriend without my best friends without my support system in my block none of that like if i didn't have any of that i wouldn't be here i promise you that and i'm only three to four weeks into real law school um so yeah kind of insane i don't know um Speaking of friends, I made a new friend in UCC. Um, and her name's well, am I supposed to say her real name? I don't know. I don't know if she's gonna listen to this, but she knows now I have a podcast. Her name's Erica. I love her, she's so cool. Um, if you're listening to this, Erica, hello, <laughs> hi. <laughs> so, um, basically, she's just a mutual friend of me, David, y'all know David, um, Dom. Alessa. Y'all all all know Alessa as well. Obviously, I've had them on the podcast already. But basically, she's just a friend of many friends. And we just got to hang out recently and it was a really, really meaningful conversation that we had um, until 4am. And mind you, I sleep at 12 latest. So um, sleeping at 4 is an act of love for me. And I, again, as I said a while ago, I really try to make the most out of the sacrifices that I, you know, make. And uh, I had this really long conversation with her and my other friends um, while my family was in Boracay. So I felt less alone and I felt like, I felt very hmm, at peace. I felt very at peace um even if i was far away from my family even if my family was on vacation without me i felt like where i was was where i was meant to be and i have been continuously following the flow of my lifelong without you know forcing myself in different directions anymore um this has always been my problem and i've spoken to you guys about this already before how The more you resist, the harder your life will be. Um, You just have to follow the natural flow of your life. And you, like, just trust in the process. Trust in absolutely everything. Like, every hour of the day, every place that you will go, you're meant to be there. And if you try to change your mind about it, like, I don't know. I've been very, very strong strongly feeling things and I listen more to my gut now than like my um my doubts because it's so hard especially for me as someone who has you know mental health issues um it's hard to trust your own brain um but for me I've been learning to like to distinguish my intuition from my anxiety Um, because my intuition, I feel it in my heart and I feel it in my, like, body, but, like, um, my anxiety, I kind of just feel it in my brain, like, and that's something that you learn in therapy, like, you try to pinpoint where you feel certain things so that you're able to distinguish it. So, yeah, I've been able to do that more often and I've been able to call myself out more um on my doubt and i don't i choose not to listen to it and i only choose to listen to my gut and my intuition now so it's been it's been a lot better i've been mentally more stable emotionally unstable does that make any sense because i think mental and emotional stability is very different especially for me um Mental stability is more of my hormones. It's been going up and down. But as of recently, I think they've been kind of regulated. But my emotions are just on a high and on a low all the time because of law school and stuff. I think that mental stability. And this is not at all like official definitions or anything. It's just my own definitions. But like my mental stability is more of internal scientific Emotional stability is more of, like, the external factors affecting the way that I feel, you know? Um, I think it's just really, really important to distinguish those because I think that that's the tool that I've been using consistently now in law school. Um, I haven't been to therapy in a while. Like, legit, I think it's been two months since therapy. And... It's mostly because I don't have time for it anymore, unfortunately. It's kind of hard because all of my classes, all my studying, like how am I supposed to put that all together? It's not a good thing that I've been skipping out on therapy. I should be going back more often, but at the time being that I can't. um, I've just been... mm, i just I think I've been more stable. And I've been trying to apply all that I've been learning in therapy without my therapist being around because I think that it feels it feels a lot better when you're figuring things out by yourself or at least for me it feels like that um therapy felt like I was being spoon-fed everything but now it's like okay I'm a big girl now I don't really have time for this therapy stuff anymore so might as well take matters into my own hands um and it's been working uh i don't know what else to say about that i forgot what i was saying honestly give me a second okay so i remembered and oh my god this is a very pivotal thought okay like i really had to write this down and like okay in my brain because i'm very visual right so like the way that i remember things the or the things that are very very important in my life i put it in a bulletin board in my brain and this one thought that I had, it was very pivotal and this really changed the whole thing for me. I put it in a big-ass fucking paper in my brain bulletin board and it's posted there as like the biggest PSA. Like, never forget this, Carlisle. Um, But that moment was when I figured out the pattern with the way that my therapist um, interacts with me and like when she validates me and when she tells me, it's just my mind. Um, I mean, she does. I mean, it's all valid. You know, it's all valid. But there are some things that she doesn't touch on as much as she does other things. So basically, I'll just tell you how my therapy sessions go first so that I can like set up the pattern for you guys to understand as well. So... Um, basically every therapy session I have we always start with rating how our week went so 1 to 10 um 1 being the lowest and being the highest after that we look at my um parang it's like a schedule with uh or it's like a track record of your mood so it like does it go up down like from from a 10 it goes to an 8 to an 8 from an 8, it goes to a 6. From a 6, it goes to a, you know, 4, whatever, stuff like that. Um, So she tracks my mood um through a login sheet or whatever. And she asks me what happens when my mood dips to a 2 or a 1. And that's when you know that, like, the depression is really, like, it's the depression talking and it's not me nah. Um, and so we get into why I break down and we, I explain to her why I break down and my process of thinking when I break down and stuff like that. And sometimes she delves into topics more than she delves into other topics. And what I noticed from that was that the topics that she doesn't really delve into are the, parang the topics that are very normal to every struggling human being, every human being in general. And that was very interesting to me because it made me realize, oh, some of the things that I'm going through are just part of life. Like the things that, for example, like I'm crying because of law school or I'm crying because I don't have um, my lolo anymore or something like that, right? Um, those things she doesn't touch up on as much as she does anymore like my worthlessness or my insecurity but my intelligence and stuff like that um, she i realized like those things that are normal they're valid and the way that she validates them is by not touching touching on them i don't know how i'm explaining this i hope i'm explaining it well but i know my brain is slowing down because slowly but surely i lost the train of thought <laughs> Ooh, what happened to that big PSA and my bulletin board of a brain right um okay thank god i found it in my journal okay like i haven't been journaling a lot but like i have journal i journaled this because it was that important, okay? So, um, I said not all the thoughts I tell my therapist are jotted down or cause for discussion. She only attends to some of my thoughts because some of them, naman, are feelings normal humans have. She only calls out the ones that are way too dark or self-deprecating. It helps me to validate my feelings knowing not all breakdowns are the cause of my mental illness. Things naturally cause reactions. My feelings are valid. So I think to myself, would a normal person feel these things too? And under what? Again. So I think to myself, would a normal person feel these things too under the same circumstances? And that's how I kind of validate my feelings now is like, i'm not i'm not a mentally stable person but like let's say who's a mentally stable person i don't know anyone mentally stable but like you imagine someone mentally stable and you think would they feel the same way if you did this yes your feelings are valid. That's the way I validate my feelings now. And you know what? The things that I've been going through are hard. The things that I've been going through, they're draining and they're tiring. And it's very valid to feel the way that I feel. So you know what? I'm not going to beat myself up for the struggles that I'm going through. Can you imagine, though, going into law school was my cure for my depression or something? Question mark? Is that the title of this episode? Just kidding. It's not. Um, I in general, thrive in very high-pressure environments. But necess- not, not necessarily that I'm thriving right now, but I've really learned to validate my feelings because, you know, you struggle when things are hard. This is hard. So it's okay to struggle. Um, but even when things seem easy to other people, but hard to you, your feelings are still valid. That's where I am now because imposter syndrome is very, very hard to deal with. Um, it's been a struggle for me to see people do things so effortlessly, do things so easily, whereas I'm having a hard time getting at the same level of them- as them. And it makes me feel like, oh, I don't, deserve to be in the same classroom as you i don't deserve to be in the same um level as you you know um but that's where i'm at now where i'm learning to validate myself even if other people don't find it as hard as i do it's still very hard for me to not compare myself to people because y'all know y'all know that it's been my character flaw ever since i was a wee little lad so yeah i don't know i think i've just been trying to learn that now um i guess that's all i have to say this week oh the party was weird also i'll just tell you about that um yeah i went to a college party um it wasn't that fun mm, i had to get really drunk to have fun mm, kind of awkward um, kind of clickish. Mm, um we don't have to talk about it but we can if we want to um i can talk about it in another episode um further away from this one let's hope that not a lot of people from that place uh listen to this but it was awkward and it was cliquish and i had to re- i really had to get drunk to not feel it and that's when you know that the problem is bad when you got a drink to forget um and again not the type of person to do that but you know like you're already stuck in the party what are you supposed to do about it like i tried to make my way out of that sober nah man did not work i had to down like how many soju's and i hate soju Ugh. Whatever, it's okay. It's all good. I don't really want to talk about it. I don't want to shit talk people either. So I'm not gonna. But it's just an awkward feeling to be like, you know, before kasi in when I was in college, obviously I wasn't the senior yet. So like they were throwing like bomb or like, you know, banger parties or something. And like, I guess this batch of kids now kasi they've been in the pandemic for so long that their jo- the way that i think about it is their mentality is high school or their level of preparation is still like high school so like they're not as good as they could be at throwing college parties and that's okay um it's a learning process so yeah that's that um i still loved it i still enjoyed it Just had to get a little drunk for it. But that's okay. Um, That's me being nice about it. Hmm, I don't want to really be mean. But yeah, I had fun. It was a great time. I met a lot of you there. And it made me feel really nice and loved. So thank you so much for um, coming up to me, approaching me, letting me know how much you support me. Because um, I think that you guys are really the reason why... I came back now and I'm planning to keep coming back, you know, and I apologize that maybe the schedule is not going to be as good as it used to be. Not every Sunday, maybe Sundays. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll see. But I want to treat this podcast as if I'm calling you guys on the phone, just out of nowhere, just to catch up with you guys. Um, And it's just harder. i don't want to have a high maintenance friendship with you guys if that makes any sense um i'm a very in general i'm a very low maintenance person obviously because i'm way too busy so i don't really have time to deal with other people so like i kind of gravitate towards people who are easy as well um so i just want to maintain this relationship with you guys because i really do care about you guys and i know you care about me too um i just want to manage your expectations that it's just hard for me to juggle our relationship right now and um i hope you don't mind that i've been putting it on the back burner because um i'm addressing uh more pressing issues at hand you know um I still care about you guys. I still think about you guys very often. It's just that uh, right now, I have to take care of myself first. I'm okay. If you're worried about how I'm doing, I promise you, I've been doing better than I have been the past few months. Uh, trust and just. I think. Please pray for me. Just if you if you believe in God, if you believe in prayer um manifest for me good things please and i'll be manifesting the same for you guys i love you all very very much and i'll see you uh whenever i see you i guess bye